So I, I have kind of a lot of stuff to talk about today. I made a whole list, but oh, cool. You know, that's that's good. I mean, well, it's cool and it's not cool. I just you know I felt like I really talked a lot last time. Although once oh, I was recording, I didn't feel that way as much. I'm like, oh, I let Corey talk more than I more than I thought yeah. I did. Yeah, I don't. I don't mind. I've been like in this, like a uh, working. I've been work like working at work, working on work. Yeah. Like like my real my real work, not yes. like YouTube or anything like that. Uh, I've been having to like render out all kinds of graphics and stuff. And there's a lot of different shows, and uh, I have like each day is a new show or two shows, and I've had to like recreate certain graphics or like make changes. And I'm like have been. I've had to have been on on call at all times, like for these, because they're live shows, and I needed oh. to be able to make these changes right away until right until the show is over for the night. Um, so I've like been very focused on that, and I, I've not had very I've had little time to think about anything else. Yeah. Well, at least now you get to do this. Take a break. You know? Yes. Well, I mean, like I said, uh, I mean, I, didn't, I said it before we were, re- were recording. Yeah. I'm recording this within the uh, uh, on the uh, the work account on my own computer. Yeah. So I have like I have two separate accounts. I have you know I just did I create it. I have one that's like my own. It has all my Premiere and everything like that. And then I have a login for uh, for work that I log into to switch into uh, when I'm working on work stuff that uses. Yeah. Uh, all like their serial numbers and stuff for for Premiere and uh, you know like all my Adobe stuff and like Microsoft Teams and all this other stuff. So all that stuff I'm recording it in Audacity in that on that desktop right now, like and in, in that okay. user mode in case anything comes in. Yes. So I'm just sitting here like you know, hopefully we'll be able to make it through this whole thing without any. Yeah. Uh, well, if we, I mean, but... if we have to have an interruption and we have to stop temporarily, I think it's okay. Um, yes. So this was not something I was planning on talking about, but just the stuff you said just reminded me of this. And I don't, it's not mm-hmm. really a conversation topic even. But uh, yesterday, my wife and I went out to lunch uh, here in town. And uh, we're sitting there. And the room of the restaurant we were in is also where the bar is. Like, there's a dining room. And then there's like, but I think the dining room is not open for lunch because not as many people come. So we're sitting in this room. And we're sitting in a booth, but just to my right, you know, across the walkway is the bar. And then above the bar are like four TVs. And like they were all tuned into like sports. Not they weren't all on the same channel, but two of them were on the same channel. And Mm -hmm. it was some sports talk show that I don't I didn't catch the name of the show or anything. But uh, it just caught my eye that all their on screen graphics you know, because, you know, you watch like a, some kind of like roundtable sports show and on the bottom of the screen, it'll say what they're talking about, you know. Yes. And uh, all of the text that was on screen for the whole show uh, was in Comic Sans. <laughs> like they did like they didn't have the font and somebody said, if we don't have the font default to Comic Sans, like it was probably somebody's a disgruntled employee's way of getting back. I mean, I think it, I think it's like this part of the style they're going for with the show, but it's just like that, like that font is sort of famous for being bad. Yeah. Like of of all the fonts you could pick, like somebody over there was like, I only use a comic sans. And then nobody else (laughs) was like, Oh, wait a minute. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. You know, like that made it out 
like from from New York City, I'm guessing, all the way out to California, Comic Sans and everywhere in between. Well, you got to admire their, um, you know, like their commitment to using it then, if that's the case. It just seems like they were trying to come off like, oh, look, we're all like casual and cool. Like we're not going to use one of these stuffy fonts, you know? Yeah. It's, it's it, it, But instead it comes off as like we barely care. Yeah. About- yes. But anyway, that's not <laughs> what people think about when they see this. See, now I have to write down Comic Sans because I wouldn't that wasn't on the list even. Um, <laughs> yeah, no. So since last time I was talking so much about myself, just because, you know, my trials and tribulations with covid, uh, yeah. which, by the way, I'm still going to have to keep using the cough button today. Um, I want to talk about you a little bit more and uh, just find <laughs> out uh uh, how the camping trip went and the kayaking. Yeah. And then, well, after that, we'll talk about the baseball game. But, like, how was, how was the camping and the kayaking? Dude, camping was, was fun. It, it's, it's such a mixed bag, I think, going camping now. Because uh, when you're taking kids, you know, like, it's, it's, it's fun. But really, you know, when I go camping, like, I just, just want to get a little messed up and sit around the campfire and BS. And you can't really do that as much with the kids, you know? And especially since we, like, crammed in quite a lot of different things to do while we were there, it feels like you're constantly moving and you don't get a chance to, like, really just sit back and enjoy it. Did you guys uh, go with anybody, like, else, or was it just you guys? No, no. It, and it's, it wasn't even that far from here. Okay. It was, like, 45 minutes away. And uh, we had just gotten a, a big tent which was enormous, by the way. My wife bought this, and it was like, oh, she, she said, oh, it's it was $150, but it was like normally like $250. And this thing, it's it's like like an apartment in there. It's so big. I mean, and it it was it was not very fun to set up, but now I think that I could set it up pretty easily. Um, someone is at the front door. Well, thanks, thanks, uh, Alexa. Uh, but it, you know it's it was it was nice and you know my 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 wife is a planner like she over plans like all like everything i yeah. mean like she gets it from her dad like her dad is very much like very regimented in like hey we're taking a trip here's the things we're going to do and sometimes it almost feels like there's no time to even enjoy what you are doing because you're already like yeah thinking about like oh what are we going to we're going we got to get to the next thing yeah. Like, are, are we going to be back in time from this thing that we're currently doing so that we can make it to the next thing? And I've always been there, like, hey, whatever. You know, I just want to, like, hang back and just, like, you know, like, maybe I'm not always on time with stuff. And sometimes I'm maybe a, too, a little bit too laid back yeah. on everything. But I don't know. It's It's always been... She she's the planner, and at, at this point, I'm just I just say you don't even need to tell me. Just like just plan the stuff. Oh and yeah, you should. We'll do it. Does that go over well when you say that? Because like, yeah. Well, I think I think it does now. I just had to be honest about it, saying you know, because now she's already saying, oh, this is what we want to do next summer. Oh wow, all right. And I just I'm just thinking like, listen, I I don't have the the capacity in yeah. my brain to yeah. consider, like, think about what I'm doing uh, for some random week next summer 
because she wants to do a, a road trip type thing where we go to like Yellowstone or something like that. That'd be cool. It would be. And it's just I, I can't think that far ahead intently. Yeah. You know, you're talking about next summer. Like a year from next now. Next summer. Yeah, like I agree. Year. Like Over a we, year from now, really. I might not even be but, alive next summer. Why are we even having this conversation right now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, maybe, uh, what is it, Old Faithful will erupt and bring an end to, like, all civilization on Earth. Well, let's hope something. not. Let's hope not. Oh, uh, yes, we're definitely hope, not hoping that that'll happen. But, so, I'm just, I'm a lot of times I'm just like, all right, you know, tell me where I need to be. Yeah. Or tell me what we need to do. Yeah. And sometimes, I guess, when we're doing something, I will run into situations where it's like, oh, well, why are we doing this? You know. And but then I don't really have any uh, like any ground to stand on. Yeah, you should I not guess, say because that. Because she's like, well, you didn't. You told me not to tell you about it or right. go through everything with you. So yes. like, you can't sit here and complain about it now that we're doing it. Yeah. So. That that's something that I I struggle with, but I'd rather just not think about stuff and do occasionally do things that I don't want to do. Yeah. Than to think about things that far in advance. Yeah. I mean, I was, was just it, I was asking how that went over if you when you said that you know just tell me where to be because you know I think oh, my wife tends to be not sounds like not to the extent your wife is, but I mean like if we're gonna go on a trip usually. You know, especially if we're paying the money to like fly overseas or something, mm-hmm. you know, she wants to have a list of like, you know, she wants to extract yes. maximum value out of that vacation. Like, we're going to do this and we're going to do this. And like, I, I'm not like that, like at all. Not that mm-hmm. not that I don't want necessarily want to do those things, but like, I'm perfectly happy. Like, let's go to some other country and just like hang out, you know? Yeah. Like, if you're in Paris, for example, like, yes, you can go to all these museums and you can go to the Eiffel Tower and you can go to the Palace of Versailles. You can do all that stuff. Or you can go sit at an outdoor cafe and uh, drink some coffee and just kind of, like, hang out and, you know. Figure out what you're going to do when you feel like it. I just, like, I like soaking up the atmosphere. Yes. Yeah, you know, yeah. If all you want to do is I, go to the I mean, I would have a list stuff, of certain we, things. Like, here's kind of some of the things that I want to do. Yeah. You know, and I will schedule those things, but it's not like, here's what we're doing every single day for this trip. Yeah. You know, I'd rather just hang back and be like, hey, you know, it's like, we don't feel like doing, like, go, like going on a hike today. Let's, it's not. Yeah. You know, it's not like, oh, we got to hike. You know, I can't, I can't, can't drink too much tonight because I got, I'm going on a hike at 9 a.m. tomorrow morning or something, or 8 a.m. or something like that. You know, it's just, yeah. That's just that's just the way I am, and uh, sometimes like it's, I mean, so I I think that there was a point where maybe my wife like let go a little bit, but then you know once we had kids, it's just like oh I want to give these kids like the yeah. best possible experience and like to experience as much things as many things as they can, which is like super admirable and, and great, you know. Yeah. And. I'm glad that she does it because I, I think that if neither of us planned anything, we wouldn't just wouldn't do anything. Yeah. I So I think that maybe in a way, like that's, that's the best outcome uh, where it's, you know, if there's no planner in the, in, in the relationship, then nothing gets planned and nothing happens. Yeah. Yeah. You're not wrong. 
Uh, I think there's sometimes the problem I run into is that, you know, my, my, my wife sometimes I think takes my attitude to mean that like, I just don't care, you know? Right. I mean, it's not that I don't, it's not that I don't care. It's that like, I just want to go and just like, I don't, I don't need to feel like, you know, if everything hasn't been planned out ahead of time, then like, what are we even doing? Like, I'm just excited to just go somewhere and just be there. Right. Right. It's, it's not a waste to just go and figure it out when you're like, yeah. when you're there. Yeah. Uh, but I think that, you know, like, like my wife, like will think like, oh, this is a waste. Like we're just like wasting our day. Right. Yeah. Doing this That's, thing. Cause my wife would be like, yeah, we paid money to be here. And like, yeah. what are we doing? And I'm like, we're, we're hanging out, man. We're like yeah. taking it all in. Like that's, that's a thing, you know? Yeah. 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 But I mean, she's uh, cooled down. She's calmed down with that quite a bit. She's come around, mm-hmm. you know, we've each come around a little bit to the other person's way of thinking, you know, which is yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> what happens, I guess, is that you eventually just wear each other down. Yeah. yeah. Wear each other down and be like. Uh, yeah, I guess that this is what we'll do. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, it was, it was, it was good. We ended up coming, we were supposed to come back on Sunday morning, but it was supposed to thunderstorm and everything. And my daughter doesn't like thunderstorms. So we came back, we broke everything down and came back like that night, which was fine. I mean, we spent all day in these kayaks and, uh, it was like, I love kayaking, like going down the, the, uh, the old, the old is it the the little my little Miami River or the old Miami River or something like me that for? here. I don't remember it. I mean that's that's for the viewers or oh, the listeners. Right. Yeah, it's it's one of those two things, and uh, you know you get in the kayak and it's like a six mile trip. Oh and wow! You basically, go as fast as you want. Yeah, and you know we we got two two person kayaks previously when we'd gone. Well, the first time. We went. It was just my wife and and myself, and the kids were at their grandparents, and it was her. It was my wife's birthday, and we said, "Let's just try this out." Had a great time. Uh, last year we went, and a bunch of friends went, and I got a kayak. Excuse me. A kayak, and uh, my daughter rode in the kayak with me, and my wife got a canoe, and my son rode with her. So this time we got two two person kayaks. And it was it was fun. It was fun. It's not when the two person kayak. There's no real backrest, so you kind of yeah. feel like a little little creaky after you're done. Yeah. Um. But I all it does for me now is that I wish that I could like just go back with with my wife and just like have us spend the day like because you're going down this river and there's like a lot of people like there's some people with kids and there's other people without kids and the people without kids. They're like just drinking and getting high and just like just having yeah. a good time, like taking as long as they want, yeah, to go down this river and there's like stopping and getting out and just like kind of floating around and yeah, you know, drinking another beer, getting like swimming a little bit and, uh, I mean that sounds amazing, like that's just what I want to do is like yeah, because even the first time when my wife and I went, we didn't drink or anything during it yeah because we didn't we didn't know what to expect and now we know. And I'm like, I just want to, it would be just fun to go with friends and like with no kids, but with friends. And we just go down and, you know, somebody like, yeah, you know, bring some drinks and everyone just floats around and gets sunburned and messed up. Yeah. 
Um, well, I mean, I, it still sounds cool. I'm not. I mean, I don't think I would, wouldn't be down with a two person kayak, but uh, uh, other than that. Well, know. when you're just going, you know, I guess when my kids get a little bit older, then we can. That's all what I was going to say. Like, if your kids are teenagers, it'll be. You know, yes. Yeah. I mean, I think my my daughter could do it now. Yeah. I mean, I I made her do most of the work anyways because I just wanted her to exert herself a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you end up coming back on Saturday night, is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. So my daughter doesn't like thunderstorms, but we you were mentioned. supposed to have thunderstorms that night, and that probably wouldn't be very fun being in the tent, especially since whenever we have like thunderstorms in the house and she comes down to the basement. Oh, really? Wow. All right. So if we're like intense, like, well, maybe that would help her get over it. But maybe. so we packed up and uh, came home and then it ended up not raining or thundering oh. at all. So what's, uh, what's your, what's your daughter's opinion then on that Imagine Dragons song? Cause she likes Imagine Dragons, right? Yeah. I mean, she knows she likes the song. Okay. Unfortunately. Well, I just figured but, maybe she'd be like, I don't care for the subject matter of this song. So yeah. she's not going to listen to that one. Um, okay, but so then anyway, so then Sunday you went to the Reds game. Yeah, yeah. And we had talked the, about, uh, you know, the whole thing with the pitch clock, you know, right, kind of speeding yeah. up. So I was curious how, you know, did you, could you feel the difference? And Absolutely, you- absolutely. It was it was really fun. Uh, so the, uh, the after-school program that my kids are, are in – uh, the last couple of years, they've given away a free, like a, they have a free outing to a Reds game. That's nice. And uh, they're like, it's like in the nosebleed section. You know, it's like we're sitting in section five eleven, so it's up way high. Yeah, in the fifth uh, deck. Yeah, no, I guess not, that's well, not I a mean, thing. I, There's not five decks at baseball games. <laughs> but you know, we just we just walked over there. We walked. Uh, well, we drove down to the uh, the Newport Levee, which is. You know, there's like a movie theater and like bars and restaurants and everything down there. And then we w- walk across the bridge and then we walked right to the stadium. So it's it's right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's we got there and it was already a little bit into the game. The game had been going for like a half an hour and it was already like the third inning. Yeah. And, you know, and we get get there and uh, enjoy it. Like how the, the game was over in two hours, two hours and 15 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Uh, and it just keeps on moving and, uh, it was, it was fun. It's fun. You know, I, I love going to sports games like that. Even if I don't even love the sports, yeah. it, the, you know, it, like itself, it's just, there's something like really awe inspiring about being inside of a stadium like that where it's like, it feels like the air is different. Yeah. It has like this open air, like feel that you just don't have like walking around, like, outside of the stadium but it's yeah. you know it has like a different feel to it you guys bring so your gloves a, when you go to a baseball game anybody any uh any of no you? i mean I, I need to get a baseball glove i i think i told oh, I you thought about you had it one i thought i thought you and the kids were playing catch so the the kids have them yeah but i don't have them because you know getting a baseball glove they're more expensive than you'd expect uh i mean they're like 70 80 dollars for like a, a for a decent like a half one. decent one yeah yeah and that's that's pretty expensive for something like that. So what I've thought about doing is just going on marketplace. I could find one that's like it's cheap. Yeah, it's gonna say like, just like, buy if you buy like, a used one, it's already broken in for you. Also, yeah, that's what I did. I don't even remember where I got my glove, but it, I got it used, like you know, yard mm-hmm. sale or something. Uh, 
Yeah, but I mean, that's what I think I need to do. Um, and I've thought about doing it a whole bunch. I mean, we've been having fun just going outside and, you know, throwing the football around. My, my daughter's getting pretty good. It's not a full-size football, but she's getting pretty yeah. good at, like, throwing the football around. Yeah, that's And cool. catching it. And considering that, you know, she didn't, was, like, afraid of it, I think, at, at first. Now I'm, like, kind of, I'm getting better, too. But I'm, like, throwing it pretty far to her, and she's, like, able to, like, run and catch it. It's been, it's 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 been really fun. And, you know, I... I've told you, but I'm not sure if I mentioned it on here, but, you know, my, my parents split up when I was less than a year old. So it's this is not something I really did, like, with with my father. Yeah. So it's just been kind of a neat feeling, and I've been learning a bit, too, about it. Like, as, like, practicing and, like, you know, learning how to throw, like, at least a smaller football, like, pretty good, even though I never really knew how to throw it completely properly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh but my son, he's uh he's he does it too. But he has this tendency, I think, and I I've been trying to tell him like, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That if he throws it like badly one time, he's like, oh man, that was horrible. That was horrible. I'm sorry about that. I'm like, dude, just it doesn't matter. Like you just Yeah. You just you just pick it up and you try again. You don't yeah. have to like apologize every time. So he's getting better at just you know, it it is what it is without feeling like he's uh, like messing up in some way. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's what I got. Yeah. Hey, I, got. Uh, I know this is kind of early in the show for for this. Mm-hmm. Uh, the show Which being is... the show, of course, being episode thirty-two. <laughs> I was gonna of, say uh, of here's my question for you. Um, but I think it's kind of this is an appropriate time for this week's does it slap or should we eat it? Okay, I, I would play the song right now. You're gonna have to put the song in separately because I just realized that my Steam Deck profile is yeah. different that from when I'm sense. logged into my work account. All right, just be quiet for a second. We'll both play it in our heads, and then it'll be the right length of time. All right, I'm gonna start it. All right, now. Does he slap? Does he slap? Okay, I played the one with the glass breaking at the end in my yeah, head. Yeah, same here. Uh, okay, these three things are related once again. And I, I mean, to me, one of them is probably way better than the other two, so maybe it's an easy one. But mm-hmm. would you rather catch a home run at a baseball game, catch a drumstick at the end of a concert, or catch a T-shirt fired out of one of those T-shirt cannons <laughs> at, like, a basketball game? Dude, this is a really good question. I mean, I instinctively go towards, like, the drumstick. That's what I figured you would do. But it, it really comes down to how much I... Depends on what band you're like, seeing, like, though, right? Yeah, like, I yeah. yeah. I mean, if I was, like, catching, a, like, a... Imagine Dragon's drumstick. Or, or, yeah, or a Creed drumstick. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. <laughs> I would be like, oh. Yeah. I, it, it, You know, if, if I caught something like that, I would immediately just like probably hand it to somebody who yeah. is probably a bigger fan than me. Yeah. Uh, that said, I mean, the t-shirt kind of comes down to the same thing. You know, are you like on spring break and, uh, you know, you're like at a big like outdoor 
party type thing and someone's going through like like you think about the old uh, MTV spring break yeah like line yeah it's like craziness yeah I mean I was thinking more like a basketball game but I mean it it, you know I was non-specific so whatever (laughs) you know like I don't we have that I'm not sure if it's working anymore but you know uh, uh, here on campus they had like a pneumatic t-shirt slash tube sock uh, like bazooka right and so you'd put some t-shirts in there (laughs) And then it would get charged up with a compressor, and they would just shoot it into the crowd. People would catch. And uh, I caught a pair of tube socks when I was a student, <laughs> and I still have them. So, how often do you wear them, though? Well, they were—I don't wear them anymore because they're worn out. But mm. uh, they were my lucky uh, test socks when I was uh, a student. Oh, okay. And I—I I mean, that's that's really cool. And you can totally that's... look at my transcripts, and you can see the bump. Like as soon as I caught those <laughs> socks. Everything started, started going really good for you once yeah. you got those socks. Yeah. Uh, this we'll talk about those afterwards. Um, about socks? You know, no, just about like like I guess maybe some superstitious things that you have. Oh, like do you I like have always a, have, I have a like lot you're of afraid those. to throw away or like get rid of? Like I'd be curious to see if what you have. I'm just very in superstitious in general, but yeah, we'll talk about that. <laughs> uh. Even though I'm not a huge baseball fan, I feel like it would be more exhilarating and exciting to catch a home run. That's what I think. Like, I mean, I think that I would probably be most excited by that, even if I barely care or whatever. And it's it's another situation where I'd probably uh, hand it to somebody who no, you give it really to your, wanted it. You give it to your kid. That's what you're supposed to do. Or your wife. Yeah. If, you, if you go to a baseball game with your wife, catch the ball. Yeah. And it's your wife. I, I, think, I think that's more more exciting just to, like you know if it's something you don't care about to give it a, give it to somebody who really cares about it yeah i mean i'm just i'm kind of like that in general where i just rather if if i just rather give something to somebody if it's like something they like really want yeah. for instance you know like i told you a while back like i got this i got like a new audio mixer and i still had this other mixer right this yeah. like mackie mixer it's like only a couple of years old and it's pretty good and this this used electronics place opened up pretty close to me and like oh we give you cash for this and this mixer was like nearly three hundred dollars and i brought it in there and i'm like oh so i mean can you we, what will you give me for this yeah all right like, I, I have a number in my head so i'm gonna i'm curious how close i'm gonna be yeah so it's like it sells for like 270 dollars okay new yeah and uh i would assume that they would probably sell it used for two hundred dollars okay and uh, then they would give me like, I mean, I would, I wish there was more than like half of what they would sell it for, but that seems to be the, the thing that I've discovered the last couple of days. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, oh, we can give you like, like 40, 50 bucks for this. And yeah. I'm like, there's no. like absolutely no way that I'm going to give this to you for one. Yeah. And also like, I'd rather just give it to somebody right. instead. I'd just well, give it I to mean, you're in a position like where you it. can do that though. Like some people might need Oh, absolutely, one hundred percent. Yes, but I mean, and for, that's who those for, for my use. Are... I was like, no, I'm just, I'm just going to keep it. Yeah, and uh, I just, I, I, I said, I'd just rather give it to somebody. Yeah, that I think would be able to use it. Yeah, I mean, forty, fifty, but that's definitely far too low. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there, I, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know if they. It's it's probably one of those situations where they think that something is, the person whoever's coming in to like bring this stuff in 
like really might not know anything about it. Yeah, I guess. So they t- typically like lowball, and they they said, "Well, what, what was like the number in your head?" And I'm like, "Well, I mean, you know, it's, it sells for 270 bucks. If you were like going to sell it for 200 bucks, I mean, I'd hope for like at least a hundred. Yeah, for it. Yeah, and I probably would have considered it at that point, but there's no way that I would do it for. Yeah, less than that. Like less than half of what I had, the number I had in my head. I'd rather you know sell it on marketplace or something like that. Well, yeah, that's part of the point of places like that, though, is that you're not having you don't to, have to you're not having to do that. Well, yeah, because I mean, do you ever sell anything on marketplace? No. Okay. Well, I, it's it's. But I have lots really of stuff a, that I need to sell. <laughs> but I just don't want to deal with like other humans. Yes. Which is like, again, that's what stores like that are for is like, here, mm-hmm. you deal with people I don't want to. Yes. I, th- I think it's more, it's nicer to put things on Marketplace that where you, when you say this is free to whoever wants to come get it. See, I don't, we talked about this before already, but like, I don't ever do that. Even if I'm going right. to give something away for free, I put a dollar amount there. Mm. Because people will take, there's people out there who will take anything if it's free. Oh yes, and then yeah, you're not—it's not going to somebody that's going to use it, and then well, then you might as well just throw it out. Well, we had this old like a single bed and box springs uh-huh. that we've like had. We tried to give it to like uh, like a shelter, yeah, and the person want... just kept on putting it off and putting it off, and eventually uh-huh. we we're like, listen, we've had this thing sitting in our garage for over a year now, and then you know my wife put it up and said. This is for free, and she got, like, so many responses right away from people that, like, want, like needed it. Yeah. So we it was gone, like, pretty much immediately. We were going to give it away in the first place. Yes. So that's, I guess that's where it, uh, you know, like, that's where uh, it was, it was, we were going to give it away, so might as well just put it, give it away to somebody else. Yeah. Not, it's not like we didn't try to get rid of this, this stuff. I understand. Um, like go through the proper channels, I guess, or give it to somebody who we know it would be uh, right. Would would get some use out of it, but it sounds like the people who took it will get some use out of it. Yeah. Um. All right. So I'm now. I'm just very curious now since you mentioned the whole superstition thing. Like what? <laughs> what you wanted to? Well, I mean, there's just certain things that I uh, like. Uh, a lot of times, it's just things that's on my keychain. Like I still have my childhood house key on my keychain. Oh. Because I think, like, what if this is the only thing keeping me alive? If I took this thing and took it off my keychain, put it, yeah, or like lost it or whatever, like, what if, what if that's the only thing that's keeping me alive for this long? Is it a rabbit's <laughs> foot? Because then, I mean, that would make no, sense. no. It's just it's just the house key, but it's huh. something that's that's been with me for so long that I almost yeah. feel like I cannot. If I take it off there, it's going to be, it's it, it's probably going to be a bad time. It's probably not a good idea to do that. Yes. So why, that's, that's why even the number tempt one fate, you know? Exactly. It, it's yeah. not it's not hurting anybody to keep it on there, and I can look at it and be like, "This is this is the house key that I've had for, you know, forty some years." Yeah. You know, or not that long, but thirty some years at least. Yeah. Uh. But I I mean that's that is the main thing. But I I think about that a lot. Where if I've had something for so long. That I almost feel like I can't get rid of it because, you know, like, what if I'm only where I'm at because I've kept this thing with me? I mean, for so long. Yeah, I don't know. 
I mean, that's not any more ridiculous than any other superstitious activity. So, right. You know, absolutely. Yeah. So do you have like certain things that you do like every, like, I mean, do you have like objects that are, that you're superstitious about or do you just have like, like tendencies of, uh, you know, you're going to, um, like you only do certain things a certain way, you know, because if you break that, right, like if right. you're like had like a lucky streak or something like that, you don't want to do it yeah. differently. I mean, yeah. besides those socks, I mean, you could never throw those socks out, right? You feel like you could never get rid of them. I mean, I could, I guess at this point, just like, I don't know, they're, you know, sentimental. It's, you know, it's not yeah. a, it's not a superstition thing. It's a sentimental, sentimentality thing. Um, but what if, you know, like that's, what if having those socks in your life still are the only reason you yeah. still like have a job because that's like one of the things that help I mean, you get just, that job. That's just a dangerous mental road to go down. <laughs> yeah, I, you know? I know. I know. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I think for me in general, it's just like the things that like are sort of people get the well-known superstitions, you know, to me, it's like, well, how did those get? well known in the first place you know and what do people know or what do people know then that we don't know now right so like just as an example like i don't want peacock feathers in my house i don't want pictures of peacock feathers in my house like my wife has seen things oh that that looks nice and i'm like nope peacock feathers forget it what does that have to do with it's uh the peacock feathers have the the evil eye on them Oh, okay. So you don't you don't bring the evil eye into your house. Yeah. So, duh. But what about on your streaming services? Well, I think that's that's different because that that doesn't that peacock logo does not have uh, the evil eye on it. Okay. But I mean, NBC is never going to change their their logo. But if they did, I'd have to reconsider things. <laughs> If they put the evil eye on there. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if they had, I mean, did the the logo ever like have the evil eye on there though? I wonder. I mean, not that I'm aware of. Yeah. I mean, thinking about that logo. Yeah. I mean, I think about the peacock logo, like. Do you? I mean, just, no, not, not the actual like word peacock, but like the, uh, the, uh, um, NBC logo. Yeah. I understand. You think and about I, like, like I, you, I can't I can't look at that and not see like the lasers making it and the beginning of the NBA NBA on NBC music. Oh yeah. I mean, is the M, like the NBA on NBC like is that one of the most iconic jingles of all time? I mean, it's funny because like how many years has it been since that was used? A, B. I've never Wait, they been don't use somebody. It anymore? No, I don't have NBA on NBC anymore. Do they? Um, oh, I don't know. I mean, but B, I don't watch basketball really for mm-hmm. reasons. I don't, I mean, I, I like basketball in theory. I just don't watch it. Mm-hmm. And those two things being said, the minute you said NBA and NBC, the jingle loaded right up in my brain. <laughs> and not even like the main part. It's always like the, the build up to it also. Yeah. Where, you know, it doesn't just have. Who was like it? Was it John Tesh? No, 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 no. Was it John Tesh that wrote that? I think. Yeah. Do you ever you ever read the, that that sort of thing? It's not an urban legend because it's apparently it's the truth. But like that jingle came came to him in his in his sleep, right? No, no. Well, I, I from what I read, he was in the middle of like a trip. 
Like he was at the oh, airport okay. or something and that jingle popped into his head. And so he called, this is like, you know, a long time ago. So he oh, called, he, like, he called his own house so that he could leave a message on his answering machine to himself, like singing the jingle into the, into the phone. That's like, that's, I've, so, so imagine if he hadn't have been able to get to a payphone. like what if he had been on the plane and he was flying cross country and like five hours later, he was like, I forgot it. We never would have gotten the NBA and NBC jingle. And the world would be a, a worse, it would be worse off for it. Yeah. I think. But I mean, unless, cause I know like NBC quit showing NBA games and unless, unless something has changed and, and a it's back and then B the jingle is back. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not I, don't, sure. I don't know. I can't really comment on that because I haven't watched an NBA game in 15 years probably. Yeah. Uh, so, but you know, there is something about that song that I will never forget it. And, you know, I, I can't look at that, the NBA or the NBC logo and not think of that. There was an NBA and NBC uh, game, wasn't there? On yeah, like yeah. PlayStation and N64. Does it have the jingle? It must. It's gotta. Yeah. I mean, it's like straight up. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's like the sequ- it was like the sequel to NBA Jam. Oh. I think that's what they did. Oh, I should check that out. That's what Midway did after they did NBA Jam. Man, I'm drinking this lemonade that I made. Mm-hmm. Giving me heartburn, dude. Like it's too high octane lemonade. Like we buy we buy the the like one liter uh bottles of lemon juice from Costco. Mm-hmm. And there was like, you know, however much and we just went to Costco yesterday, which I'm gonna talk about in a second here, but um so we, when we needed more lemon juice, we bought, and they come in a two packs. So you're getting like two liters of lemon juice. And we had a bottle in the fridge that had however much it had left at the bottom, uh, you know, of the bottle. And it was like a little bit too much, but I just like, I want to get the bottle at it. I have this thing yeah, yeah. where if there's anything in my cabinet or in my fridge, that's like almost gone. I want to use it up and throw it, throw away the, the container. Mm-hmm. Like I get, I, I, I take right great satisfaction out of that for some I reason. I do too. So there's lemon juice left in this bottle. I used it to make a pitcher of lemonade and I kind of knew I'm like, ah, it's like a little bit too much lemon juice. And, uh, but that was yesterday. And so today's my first time drinking it. And like, this needs to get watered down like (laughs) like, badly. (laughs) Uh, I, I totally feel you on that. And just like, if you have like a little bit left on something, you just want to get rid of it. Either you just like drink it right then or, but you know, I, I, I mean, I wonder if it's something that, that, Everybody does as a kid, but my, I mean, my kids like will always like put bags of chips back with like crumbs. In oh it. yeah. I don't ever like anytime and, if I have the, like, if, if I have the two options, like if I open the fridge and I want to have something to drink mm-hmm. and if I choose option a, I'll use up the rest of something and option B won't, that's the deciding factor <laughs> just cause then <laughs> well, I get to about- take that and go like throw away the container in the recycling bin. Great. I mean, as somebody who has always like struggled with their weight, you know, I'll I'll say like, oh, you know, like this, we still have like half this birthday cake left. I'm just gonna like eat it, eat a bunch of it tonight to get rid of it. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> Do you well, ever feel like that, where it's like you want to get rid of the stuff that you know is like 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 really bad for you? So you're just gonna. I mean, you know, yeah, because you know, there's point to at least have it every night until it's gone. Or... Yeah, I mean, there's certain things that normally we wouldn't have in the house because it's bad for you, and so like, yeah, let's hurry up and just eat it. 
and, yeah. g- and get it out of here so that life can go back to normal, you know? <laughs> yes. You know, it's, it's throwing off your equilibrium, just having yeah. it in the house. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything like that? I, I've told this story, I think, on our stream and everything, but, you know, when you have certain things in your house and you're like, I just need to get this out of the house or else, like, you feel, makes you feel, like, weird having it in the house or just, like, if it's food, you know, it's like, I don't feel weird having food in the house. Yeah. Well, like Where what? I was going with this is yes. that I it makes me think about when I was a, a teenager, I rented the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, on yeah. VHS, and I had as soon as I watched it, I had to return the videotape to the to the rental place because I felt dirty having it in the house. Yeah, I get that. I think I talked about that when Dustin was on one time when he was on here with us. Um, I mean, I don't have anything like that about that, but I do with food. Like just because last um, last Christmas, uh, my wife just came home with like so much food from her office, like. Mm-hmm. You know, like, well, I, you know, we both work on campus, but I just work in a little research group with, you know, not that many other people. And we don't really mess around with, like, giving each other stuff, you know, for Christmas, which is fine yeah. with me. I don't need anything. You just rather you. buy the stuff that you want. Yeah. But, like, where my wife works, like, you know, I made all this toffee or I made these cookies or And she just came home with, like, tons and tons of stuff that was all delicious, but was all, like, horrible for you. And I was like, we got to get this stuff out of here. Like, we're just trying to eat it. Or, like, do we know anybody we can, like, re-gift this to? Because, like, <laughs> yeah. it's just like, yeah. you know, it, you know, I'm trying not to, like, balloon up over the holidays, you know. And yeah. so the thing is, like, we'll make choices about, you know, maybe what we're going to cook for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. And, like, okay, well, how can we make this at least a little bit, like, still delicious, but, like, a little bit less unhealthy, you know, or, like, yeah. Maybe we want to have pie for Thanksgiving, but we'll we'll go to a place where we can buy just like a half a pie because it's just the two of us, right? Or yeah. some places you can go and you can buy like a slice of pie. And all of that gets undone when you come home the last day of work before Christmas vacation and like your coworkers have given you all of this like awful stacks for you of, food. Stacks you know? of pies. Yeah. Or cakes or whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, oh, so... I was going to say uh, uh, Costco, right? We went to Costco yesterday so I could get mm-hmm. the uh, the lemon juice. I was just pleasantly surprised, I guess. Two things. One, uh, they were selling the, I don't even know the name of the game, the new Legend of Zelda game, whatever it's oh, called. Oh, yeah, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. Did you did you buy it? No. I still have oh. Breath of the Wild sealed. Okay. Sealed. Oh. Never even okay. opened. I don't know where... It's funny, my wife and I were talking about that yesterday because I, I mentioned what you said about how many hours you've already put in. Mm-hmm. And and she said the same thing I was thinking. Like, wh- where does anybody find the time? Like, I mean, you just fill it in, you know, like fill in the gaps with it. If, if you want to play I, something bad enough, you will find the time. And you will sacrifice other things to do it. Oh, well, I don't. Yeah, maybe. But I first of all, I don't want to play a Zelda game that bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't feel like I have the time for that kind of stuff. But th- that's fine. I'm not. That's not a criticism. Like good for you that you're finding the time to to do something that you want to do. But uh, it was just, you know, Costco used to sell a lot of video games. Like you could go there, and be like, oh, there's a nice little video game section over here. And now, mm-hmm. at least where I live, like Costco doesn't sell video games anymore. They'll just sell um, like the gift cards. 
for right, right. you know you or get the, Nintendo eShop cards or PlayStation yes. Store cards, and it'll be like twenty percent off. So it's a good deal. You get like a hundred bucks yeah. in store credit for eighty bucks. But that's like the substitute for you know back in the day you'd go in there and they'd actually have games. And so when I walked in there and saw like here's this huge display where they're just selling the new Zelda game for fifty nine ninety nine. By the way, for everybody really? complaining about uh, the price increase, there you go. But so that was already cool. And then right next to that, uh, first time I've ever walked into a store where I had the option of walking out with a PlayStation 5. It makes sense. I, I, I've heard that it, like the PS5 is, you know, like the, the shortages is like officially over and you can. Yeah. I mean, they had a whole, places. I mean, they just have, you just get the card or whatever you get. They don't have oh, the PS5s, yeah. you know, there, but they had a ton uh, of those cards and it's funny my That's wife cool. my wife like looked at the price and was just like oh my god because they're selling um it's a ps5 i don't know are there different you can versions only get a bundle, of the ps5 right? what you can only get a bundle probably where it's like an extra controller which is like 70 dollars anyways and probably a game i'm not sure about the extra controller but it mm-hmm. was it had is there a new god of war game that came out yeah okay that's that it was a god of war ps5 bundle Okay. And it was like five fifty. Oh, okay. So that's. But I don't like. I don't know how much the PS Five is. I don't know if there's different versions of the PS Five. I just. I just don't know. But is it? Fi- I think it might be five hundred dollars. So that's like okay. Because they had yeah, a that's, price. That's it a was a seventy dollar like, game, also. Okay, because they had a price listed of like six hundred or maybe a little bit more, and then it was like crossed out, and it's like oh, special deal. So maybe hmm. it did come with an extra controller. Because if it's five hundred bucks for the system. And then sixty for the game, and then seventy for a controller. That yeah. would be like six thirty, right? Yeah. yeah. And so then that was marked down to five fifty. That'd be a pretty good deal. But anyway, I just saw that and was like, oh wow, they got they got uh, PS fives. And then next to that, this is less remarkable, but it's just like all of a sudden, Costco's got some video game action going on. Next to that, they had uh, uh, OLED switches. Didn't catch oh, the price. Nice. I didn't catch the price on that. I'm not in the market. That's probably for a new switch. Three fifty, I'm guessing. But okay, I mean, I was it the? Do you know if it was the Zelda one? It was not. It looked like it was okay. just the plain Jane. Uh, okay. Uh, OLED switch, but it was just. Yeah. I mean, it was nice. You know, I I used to go to Costco. You could buy CDs and DVDs and Blu-rays and video games and like, mm-hmm. you know, just because of the nature of how the market has changed, they don't just generally have a lot of that stuff anymore. Yeah. So it was just kind of cool to see all of that, and it's not even. It was not even Christmas. You know, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe during Christmas, they'd have more of that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, it's June. So. Costco is cool. But, you know, we had a membership for a year. But we let it lapse because we realized, like, every time we were going there, we were spending, like, six $600. Yeah. On stuff. That's That seems excessive, $600. Yeah. But, I mean, we only went, you know, uh, like, four times in a year. Oh. So you, all right. You know, well, yeah. Well, we I don't mean, spend that's that just much, not a place but... you go. It's like, oh, I got to pick something up really quick. Yeah. Well, I mean, so I you... think we've gotten pretty good. I mean, I think the longer you have a Costco membership and the more it's sort of like the yeah. excitement factor wears off, you don't yeah. spend as much. I mean, we, we dropped like 150 bucks there yesterday. But I mean, OK, so I mean, we didn't buy like anything a trip to, to Target. Like, yeah, like, but like we didn't kids, buy anything like, like silly. Like we bought, you know, food like, you know, I got. Yeah. Some, you know, fish. You get paper oh, they had a uh, they had Spindrift on sale. Uh, Spindrift is already a ridiculous deal at Costco, 
and uh, and then it was five bucks off, which is twenty five percent off. And so I got two. Uh, well, I got three actually, but one of them is going to work. Mm-hmm. I have a like a fridge in my office that we we cram full of Spindrift. <laughs> um, but I mean, mostly I still we still haven't had it. Target mostly we it, use. Um, yeah, but that's the thing. If you buy it at like Target or something, that that stuff's it's really expensive. expensive. Yeah, but at Costco, it's like for twenty bucks you get a thirty pack. But then right now it's fifteen bucks for a thirty pack, so it's a good deal. But um, mostly we use our Costco membership for uh, uh, gas because that that's, oh, okay. The gas is quite a bit cheaper. Mm-hmm. Plus, you get like two percent back if you pay with your Costco credit card. So I mean, we get we get like a check back at the end of every year that more than pays for our Costco membership. And like I said, we don't really go in there and buy that. Like we don't buy you know things like toilet paper and paper towels there, uh, just because I don't have room to store like a Costco amount of toilet paper. But um, (laughs) but we just got we just got certain things that we're just accustomed to buying there. Yeah, the only reason I brought it up. Like I said, as I was, I was excited about seeing the video game stuff there. Yeah, it, and you know they they do have quite a bit of tech stuff there, but it's usually TVs and stuff now. Well, or just like, like back in the day, you could buy computer parts there. Like you can still yeah. buy computers there. Like you can buy Apple right. computers or Dell computers or a few other things. But you know, I, I bought my first hard drive. Uh, uh, well, not my first hard drive I got from my friend's dad, but like my first real usable hard drive because it was. <laughs> 255 megabytes Uh, that was in like 93 or something but uh, or 92 maybe Uh, anyway I got that at Costco but you can't buy that kind of stuff there anymore you know for obvious reasons although now uh, at least my Costco uh, isn't selling SD cards anymore which is kind of a really a bummer because that's kind of where I was generally buying SD cards yeah, because you can get like the two packs and stuff. Right, there's a two pack, and they, way, and they would sell the micro you... SD cards with the adapter, which that way yeah. you're you're if you buy one of those, then you have more flexibility. And usually, you can use it for. those two packs, they are not the standard speed; they're like the higher speed ones, like yeah. the gold, the gold ones. Exactly. So gold I'm kind of I was disappointed they don't have those anymore. But uh, that's that's weird. That they would do that. Yeah. Maybe they're just out. I don't see. I never went to Costco until they had until like we got that membership because. Growing up, there was a Sam's Club by me, but that yeah. was it. Which I mean, they're pretty much interchangeable. And you know, going they are to not Club, interchangeable because Sam's Club has better pizza. <laughs> but you know, it doesn't I'm Costco told. has those huge hot dogs? Yeah, but they suck now. Don't even listen. I'm trying to be less negative on the show. I don't want to be like complaining. <laughs> you know, like like the way Greg they was the telling formula me, or something. Well, no, but like the way Greg was talking about it. You know, about how like oh now you understand like how your parents were you know, being angry about everything all the time. And, and I, don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not trying to be like Mr. Negativity. So, but if you get me started, what's talking the problem about, with the hot dogs? All right. So we started going to Costco when I was in like high school. Right. So like mm-hmm. a long, like 30 years ago and Costco hot dogs 30 years ago were, were a dollar 50, same as they okay. are now 30 years ago. Yes. So how do you keep a hot dog a dollar fifty thirty years later? Is like you keep making them crappier and crappier and crappier. So like yeah. thirty years ago, so it was a hot dog. So this is my you know one of the things that my mother instilled in me, like right from the beginning, you know, because you could go to Costco, you get a hot dog, you get a Polish sausage, and mm. she made sure I understood like don't even mess with that hot dog. Like get the Polish <laughs> sausage; it's way better. 
And she yeah. was 100% right. But whether you got a hot dog or a Polish sausage, they were a Hebrew national brand, which, you know, quality hot dog slash Polish sausage, right? Okay. And they were delicious. And um, you could get, you know, they had the different, the two different kinds of mustard and the ketchup and the, and the diced onions and the sauerkraut. And, uh, and then over time, in order to save money, because it was probably already, even in the 90s, it was probably like a loss leader or whatever. Uh, they had to ditch the Hebrew National, and then they just had like Kirkland brand hot dogs. Oh, and yeah, yeah. everything is Kirkland. And they got uh, like demonstrably, noticeably worse when it changed over. Like these are not mm. nearly as good as the Hebrew National. And But I, I still hung in there. Like I would go to Costco. If I'm already at Costco, I'm getting a Polish you know, I always get the Polish. Yeah. And, um, you know, then they moved the sauerkraut behind the counter. So you had to ask for it. And it was like, eh, you know, it didn't come out of the crank thing anymore. But it's like, okay, whatever. And then sometimes you'd ask for it. And it's like, oh, we're out of sauerkraut. You know, put up a sign, like, so that I know not to order in the first place if I can't have the sauerkraut. <laughs> but whatever. So then you get that. And uh, what was the next thing to go? Then they got rid of the Polish sausages. That was the biggest. If I had one thing I had to say that was like, you know, the biggest issue was. Did you consider letting your, your membership lapse? No, but like here, this was their whole reasoning. They're like, well, we want to change up the menu and, and offer uh, some healthier choices. So we're going to get rid of the Polish sausage because somehow a Polish sausage is unhealthier than the hot dog, right? And, now, and also to, compared to like the, you know, 12 gallons of pretzels you probably are buying. Yeah, right. Uh, so they get rid of the Polish. And immediately when that happened, I was like, ooh, I might be done. Right. <laughs> you, I can't, you know, I've been eating this Polish sausage for, you know, at that time, 25 years or something. I, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And, and yeah. they did, to their credit, add some other stuff to the menu that I guess was healthier like you could get like a and they already had this but they had like a caesar salad with chicken on it you could get but then they had like this weird this is what happened when they got rid of the polar sausage is the other thing appear on the menu that was some kind of like vegan or vegetarian like burrito bowl kind of thing and mm. i tried it once and it was really nasty and uh, i forgot what else because like the menu kind of expanded for a little while anyway now in 2023 all that stuff's gone even like the salad yeah. is gone the, the barf bowl is gone. They had like one of those acai bowls. That's gone. Yeah. Uh, they got rid of the combo. they realized that people only want the hot dogs. They That's got rid the of the combo. That's talk about. Well, no, they got rid of the combination pizza, and that ruffled a lot of feathers. Because now okay. it's just cheese or pepperoni. Now, if you go to Sam's Club, they still have combo, which is better. Which is like an everything Yeah, yeah. Pizza? Like a supreme. Like a, like a, like or, a supreme, you know, yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh, I mean, I didn't usually mess around with the pizza there anyway. It's good. I mean, it's fine. But it's like, you know, I was always like, give me my Polish, you know. But yeah. so anyway, uh, then they got rid of the deli mustard. Because you used to have like ketchup and then there was just the regular yellow mustard, which is totally yeah. fine. But then there was also sort of this deli mustard, you know, like a Golden's kind of, you know, like whatever. The, uh, like, like Grey Poupon type. Well, stuff. no. I mean, not like that, not fancy like that. That's but, like uh, a, Grey Poupon is like a French, uh, I forgot. That's a Dijon mustard. This oh, is like okay. deli, like brown mustard, deli mustard. Okay. So, because that, here's the thing. What I would always put, it's Polish sausage, deli mustard, onions, sauerkraut. Done. Oh, they also had relish. Sorry, I forgot. They also had relish. 
I don't uh, mess you're, around. You're, you're, you don't you don't you don't like relish. I'm not. I mean, if somebody handed me a hot dog, hey, I got you a hot dog. I had relish on it. That's fine. Yeah. But I normally I don't put ketchup or relish on my hot dogs if if I'm making my own hot dog. If I say if it just comes okay. with it, that's fine. I'll eat it. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Relish is probably my favorite hot dog condiment. Yeah. I don't I mean hot hot dog condiment. I don't, I don't like, like relish because it's sweet. Like if I could get like a dill. Oh yeah. Like yeah. a savory dill relish, that would be yeah. delicious. I'd be all over mm-hmm. that. Um. Anyway, so they got they got rid of the the deli mustard. Then they got rid of the sauerkraut. So now you go there, you can get a hot dog with uh, ketchup, yellow paint mustard, and and sweet relish, and that's it. So I'm just like done. Like it's not. I don't care if it was free. I'm just like I don't. That doesn't sound good. I don't want to eat that. And I don't. Yeah. Again, I'm not like advocating for like let's make things more expensive, but like they could triple the price of the Costco hot dog. And and yeah, bring the Polish back, bring the other condiments back, and I would a hundred percent, you know, because it's a huge hot dog, right? And a bottomless yeah. drink for four fifty in twenty twenty three—that's still a very good deal, at least where I yes. live. Yeah, It'd be a screaming yeah, I, I, deal. I, I think so. Bottomless but they're just drink. like you're, hanging you're their there hat, just like really drink as much as you can, because yeah. a lot of people are getting this stuff either. I mean, I would say the like the, the location of it, at least in the Costco that I've been to, the location of the food place is like when you're leaving. People get this stuff when they're leaving, and if they're buying this bottomless drink, there's no chance that they're just like drinking the drink and then refilling. Yeah, you might get Unless like bring one the... refill and then leave. Well, what if you like kept most. the cup and you just came back over I mean, and over? I, and over I guess you could. Probably nobody's going to say anything, but I mean, yeah, I, it's not. I wouldn't do that. So I'm just. I'm not even like mad about it. It's just like now I don't even, you know, it's like everything else in the world that's getting worse. It's just like I go to Costco, <laughs> I get whatever I'm going to get, and then I just leave. Like I don't even get go out of there. there. I don't go to the food court anymore. Like, I, I think they got rid of the churros, I think. I'm not positive mm-hmm. about that one. Uh, uh, they used to have like uh, cafe freezes and mocha freezes. Those might be gone. They had mm-hmm. soft serve ice cream. I think that's gone. But oh, so, I mean, all that I, stuff where, was where, good, where but I just wanted soft my serve ice cream. I love salsa. I mean, salsa. Yes, yeah, I mean, or frozen you take yogurt. Over... Both. I, I'll take either one anytime. Yes, but I mean, will you take that over like any other like regular ice cream, like scoop ice cream? Will you take soft serve? Because I will take it. Take I soft think serve so. Every day if if I walked into a place like, oh, we have you know chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry regular ice cream. If you'd like a scoop of that in a cup, or we have soft serve, and you can get chocolate vanilla swirl. Yes. How am I not like a twist? Gonna... Yeah, yeah. I think I'm going for the soft serve. Yes, but if they had, you know, 50 flavors or 30 and, flavors or whatever Baskin Robbins had, 40 but flavors. But also, it's 31. I feel like part of that is, like, you can get regular ice cream, like, anywhere, right? Like, you can just go to the yes. store and just buy a tub and put it in your own freezer. But, like, soft serve, you have to go to a place that has the soft serve machine. Yes. You have to You have to consume it, like, right then. So, like, if you go to a place where soft serve is available... You know, it would behoove you to take advantage of that. Yeah. yeah. If money was not an option, would you put a soft serve ice cream no, machine sounds, in your house? That's bad news. You know, like <laughs> I would just get, of like getting rid of like I would just get things that would you just like, like if that, you had an ice cream, you got to maintain like a soft serve ice cream machine in your house. Yeah. Would you make a cup every time or would you just put your head underneath it and turn it on and have it done? I would definitely not. I get brain freeze real easy. So that's like, I can't, (laughs) I couldn't just stick my head under there. Like I even thought about like, you know, people who have like kegerators in their house or, uh, yeah. Like even that, I, that's bad news. 
you know? Yeah. I mean, that's like exactly what we were talking about. It's like you'd want to just get rid of it. Or, There's this, uh, uh, I think, I want to say it's Belgium. I apologize to his family if I'm wrong. Uh, there's this. There was this chemist slash physicist, you know, back when the line between the two was a little bit fuzzier, uh, named Niels Bohr. And okay. uh, I think he, I want to say he discovered like the modern uh, uh, atom, like the way the atom is with the, you know. Anyway, he won the Nobel Prize for that. And his house was next door to uh, a brewery, a fairly famous brewery, right? And mm-hmm. when he won the Nobel Prize, the brewery installed a tap in this guy's house with the line just running back into the brewery. I'm like, that is like the worst thing that could ever happen to me. And I then he just, died a month, two months later, probably. I don't know. I would just definitely become an alcoholic at that point. Yeah. Oh, speaking I mean, of that, sorry, just since I said the thing about being, I mean, sorry, but I've been meaning to say this for a couple episodes. Uh, uh, just because way back uh, in one of the back in the twenties of episodes, we were talking about Jerry Springer, yeah, and then we were talking about Sally Jesse Raphael, and I I told the story about yeah how the guy killed the other guy, yeah, and somebody corrected us either mm-hmm. on Twitter or in the comments I forgot which that was Jenny Jones, not okay. So I and I meant to. I was like, oh, I got to make sure I bring that up in the next episode. But I think the next episode was when I did it with Greg. And then the next episode, I wasn't there. And then last week, I just forgot. So <laughs> my apologies to the uh, entire Raphael family. That, that yeah. was, that was Jenny, Jenny Jones is the, the I get them all real confused. Problem yes. I mean, they're all, they all may as well just be the same person. Well, kind of. That's how I feel. Unless like, you know, unless it's like something you watch every day. Yeah. Um. What is that? Um, oh, oh, all right. What? You got? We haven't even gotten to any of the stuff I have written down. Yet. <laughs> I, I mean, I had a couple of things. Like, just I'm gonna, I'm gonna save one of them. But I, right. you know, you mentioned the switch. Yeah. Uh, you know, like I, I applied a uh, a screen protector to something yesterday. Yeah. And uh, I like, I want to know where you're, where, where are you at, like on sp- screen protectors? Like, if you, if it's something that you a device that yeah. has a screen on it. Yeah. Will you get a screen protector on it like right away as, as fast as you can? Or, and also is there anything less stress or more stressful than like applying a screen protector perfectly? See, I think <laughs> I don't use screen protectors as much as I should mm-hmm. for the exact reason you just said. Cause it's too stressful. Like they, that's why anytime you buy a screen protector, it comes with two of them because they know yeah. you're going to F it up. It's like, okay, yes. the first one is the one that you're going to screw up and throw away. And I know I've happened, had it happen to me at least once where I screwed them both up. It's, it's so, the worst feeling, isn't it? Yeah. See, it's nice. Like, like one of my cameras, the one that I don't use anymore, unfortunately, uh, has a screen protector on it because I could, I just took the camera to the camera store and bought the screen protector and had them do it. Because then they could keep, if they screwed up, then they could just get another one out? Yeah. You think? But they didn't screw it up, so. Yeah. But I mean, like, I think my Switch has a screen protector on it. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Trying to think if I have anything else. Like, my pocket. I don't have one on my phone. Oh, Uh, no, no, I definitely. The phone's glass. 
Like, what do you need a screen yeah, and it's protector? it's like Gorilla Glass, too. So it's like the new version yeah. of the iPhone and stuff can handle like pretty pretty serious drops. But also, you know, I and it's probably like a wrong way to like take that stuff. But, you know, if your phone is something that's going to stay with you and then eventually you're going to be, you're going to get another one. Yeah. And it's okay. Like, I, I don't feel like I need to like keep it in perfect condition forever. I just, I'm just also not one of these people. I don't know why, but like, I don't drop my phone. Like, I have never cracked the screen on a phone or any mobile device in my life. Mm-hmm. I, I, I have not either. But you know, I Although, see these I mean, people I work with like wood the, right now, right? Yeah, that's you yeah, wanna... yeah. <laughs> um, so no, I don't. I've never put a screen protector on a phone that I can remember, and uh, I think that camera. I put a screen protector on that camera because it didn't have the flippy screen. And so to me, right. I just felt like I'm going to have this camera around my neck. Maybe it's going to rub on a zipper on a jacket or what, you know, I let's yeah. cover that up. Um, you know, cause plus it's expensive. It's a camera. Yeah. Uh, but you know, now like, you know, these cameras we have now all have uh, flippy screens. So then I don't even worry about, um, mm-hmm. putting a screen protector on it. But, um, I mean, outside of my phone, I will put screen protectors on anything that I can like I yeah I mean like the, these amber neck devices you know like that that it came with a screen protector so I'm like yeah. I'll, I'll put that on there yeah see I don't I didn't put one on on mine but I just like I don't you know my I have a, I have a case for my amber neck device and so I'm either playing it or it's in the case so what I'm not sure what's going to happen even like the switch I'm like I don't even really know why I put a screen protector it must have come free the screen protector mm-hmm. with something else. I don't know. Yeah. I think that like since most things switched over like the tempered glass, they're a lot easier to get on there now. Yeah, I think so. Get too. on correctly because, you know, I have yeah. to worry about them like being flimsy or anything. Yeah. All right. That's all right. that's all I got on that. I just was okay. curious where you're well, at. Well, this, I don't know. This might be a big conversation or it might not. I don't know. So uh, I finished. Well, I guess since the last time we recorded, maybe I started it and finished it. I don't know. Uh, the Boku no Natsuyasumi video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets it gets pretty uh, pretty intense by the end, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, but did you did you did you did it make you emotional a little bit? What well, that's kind of the funny thing is I feel like you know we talked about last week the Doom video mm-hmm. and 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 the Final Fantasy VI thing. I told you how that made me cripplingly depressed for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, the Bokno Natsuyasumi video did not at all. Not mm-hmm. to say that it wasn't like, I mean, you're going on kind of a ride with that yes. one. Oh yeah. But it's like, I didn't yeah. walk away like that. Uh, you know, nothing about that. Like I enjoyed it very, very much, but I'm saying nothing about that brought up like bad memories for myself. Oh yeah. I mean, I just, for sure. It's like, I mean, it's not a bad memory. I mean, yeah. I mean, I just like, did you just like kind of feel like that kind of swell? Like the, when he goes to his teacher's grave at the end. A little bit. I mean, I didn't, you know, I, I didn't, I, cause I kind of was wondering like, you know, in the lead up to that, mm-hmm. you know, when he's like, oh, I, you know, I couldn't sleep and I got up and I, you know, went out to do this. I went out to the sunflowers and I was just kind of like, ah, I, I kind of saw it coming. Okay. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Understandable. But although that was something that, you know, I could, I could relate to that just because, um, the same thing happened to me where there was like a teacher that I had that I, I really wanted to go talk to 
Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I, I looked her up and saw that she had died. Uh, kind of prematurely, like she should have, when I looked her up, it was like maybe 10 years after I'd graduated from high school. Yeah. And I mean, she was young enough that she should have still been teaching. It's not like, you know, uh, but she like died of cancer. Oh, that's awful. And, uh, you know, it, that Did it sucked because I, sad or, I mean, like it I made me really sad because I really, I really wanted to go talk to her and like, just thank her, you know, for, mm-hmm. you know, like I definitely didn't appreciate what she did for her students when I was, yeah. you know, when I was in high school, I was just kind of scared of her because I yeah. felt like she was like a real ball buster, you know? And, you know, I realized afterwards, it's like, she wasn't, she wasn't busting our balls at all. She was holding us to a higher standard and letting us know what she expected out of all of us. Mm-hmm. Not, not in her class, but in our lives, like moving on. Yeah. You know? it's, and it's kind of amazing once you're like at an age where you can kind of, when you, can realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose. And I, w- I wonder how many teachers out there and how regularly it happens to them where they have former students come to them and say, you know, you really made a huge impact in my life. And I just wanted to tell you that. I just want to say thank you. Yeah. I wonder if that happens to every single teacher at some point. I mean, it must, but mm-hmm. you know, it's probably one out of every, you know, 500 students or something that you teach yeah. that. And I first, I guess for some people, you know, you got to be a teacher for so long for yeah. those kids to grow up and understand and to, and to, you know, like just uh, make that connection. Yeah. Like, oh, this teacher. Cause in a lot of cases it could be, you know, like grade school. And then you have to wait probably like, 20 some years, 25 years before that will even happen. Yeah. And I mean, at my age, I wonder how many of my teachers are really still alive, you know, because mm-hmm. I can think of it, you know, this was one specific teacher, but I can think of others who, mm-hmm. you know, for, for maybe different reasons than her also had a, you know, positive impact that, you yeah. know, contributed to me getting to where I, you know, wherever it is that I am. Um, But like those the two guys I can think of off the top of my head were both already kind of old when I was in their class. And you're talking about 30 years ago. So, uh, you know, they might not even be around yeah. anymore. I, I follow um, this Facebook group that is, that uh, lists all faculty, you know, when, if they, if they die, it tells it like they post that somebody has died mm-hmm. and uh, it's like really sad, but sometimes I'm, <laughs> I'm almost kind of surprised when I see like, oh, I can't believe this person was even still alive this long. Yeah. Because you don't, I think that when, even when teachers, like teachers that retired, you know, the same year that I graduated, and you know, many of them are still alive. Yeah. And you know, I graduated in 97. So it's just like, that's a long time. 26 years. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting though, that, you know, when he, when he was taking the tour of the school, you know, and he, and he was talking to the principal that was giving him the tour, mentioning the names of, of his teachers and that the, the principal was surprised he could remember. And of course she doesn't know about his memory thing, but she made it seem like she's like, Oh, I don't, I don't remember the name of any of my elementary school teachers, which is crazy to me. I just thought, really? Like, Like, is that, 
I don't remember. Like, if I sat down and thought about it, like, there's a couple of teachers whose names I cannot remember right now. But you could, could you remember every teacher <clears throat> that you had from kindergarten to their names uh, or, or just remember well, them as people? Like, I can't. Like, all the way through, like, can, like, cause elementary is, you know, you have one teacher for the entire year. Yeah. Could you, could you right now name yeah. every single teacher that you had from first to sixth grade? No. But I think maybe only. One of them, I can't remember her name off top of my head. But yeah, like okay. my first first grade teacher, I can remember. Mm-hmm. Second grade teacher, I don't... Second or third? I don't remember. Third, fourth, fifth, sixth, I remember all of them. Okay. So it just, it seems crazy to me that... Yeah, that, like that, to me, that's that, that what stuck out more. wouldn't like, be able to do that. Yeah, right. And like I said, if, if I sat names. and thought about it more, I'm sure I, you know, I could dig out the names that I forgot, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. But to, to be surprised that he remembers any of them, I was like, wow, like what, what has your experience as an educator been like that you think Tim is weird not. that he remembers people's names? I mean, like, especially when you're in elementary school, like your teacher is like a huge presence. Like yeah, you spend as much day. time in the presence of your teacher as you do your parents. Yeah. I mean, more really. Yeah. During during those years, during elementary yeah. years. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I mean, that so the video as a whole. I think I watched like an hour of it, and then the next day I watched an hour of it, and then I ended up watching the last four hours of it in one. Yeah. Because once it hits sitting. that, you know, once he goes, uh, yeah, you but, know, like on his trip, then you know, it's very easy to get sucked in the whole thing. Yeah. But, I mean, that I mean as. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to say, oh, that was the great, but that was one of the, like, greatest things I've ever seen on YouTube, that <laughs> that video, which is interesting just because, like, uh, probably like most people watching or listening to this, I had never heard of Boku no Natsu Yasumi, mm-hmm. right? I, I can't play it because I don't speak Japanese, uh, you know, and of course, it's a six-hour video, which for a lot of people is like, I'm not, they'd see that million, like, I'm not watching that, or they would assume... This must be some kind of like complete playthrough, you know? Yeah. And, you know, it, it like there was for a time while I was watching it, you know, I, I one of the things I was just thinking is how bummed I was that I couldn't play the game. You yeah. Know? Because yeah. that's totally the kind of game I would have been into mm-hmm. and still would be into. But to be honest, like, you know, I feel like he does. And I don't know if he did this on purpose, but I just feel like by the time that video is over, not that I wouldn't still like to play it, you but know I feel like I don't feel like I have to because like he showed you the entire game and like was really able to dissect it in a way that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And so I don't feel like I'm missing out by not getting to play it. Right. Even though I would still like to. Although right. I did. I did end up sticking on my mister and loading it up. Yeah, just to... uh, just I just wanted to you know after watching the video, it's like I just want to be able to walk around in this mm-hmm. world and see the things that I saw, you know. Even though I yeah. can't understand anybody, it's like I was able to get far enough that I could go to bed and wake up the next morning in the game, so that right. I could leave, you know, leave the yard and and go explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was still you know even like I said, not being able to talk to anybody, it was still really cool yeah so 
just in general, uh, the the feeling uh, behind that video is is different than the other ones that you that that you have watched and haven't watched yet. Yeah. You know, because that, that's this one was like you'd consider it like the start of season two. Because season one, uh, you know, he's he's talked about before about how he has like puts on this kind of persona, you know, and some people like it and some people don't. Where in those first videos, where he's essentially positioning himself or like you know conducting himself as some someone and some people would say it's annoying as someone who knows everything. Yeah. And then this one, uh, you know, it's 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 very it's a bit more heartfelt, and he's like a, a bit more vulnerable. Yeah, seeming in it, you know, just even the way he delivers, like he speaks, you know, he speaks a bit more naturally. Yeah, I, I agree. Because I mean, you can say the same thing. I mean, the Doom video, he went over a lot of personal stuff, but it's like it never felt like he like broke character. Yes, like he was talking about that stuff, but he was still being. You know, it's someone the, who the knows everything. Cam. Yeah, yeah. Everything about it, about related to that game. Yeah. You know, every single angle. And I, I can't even imagine what it would be like to write something like that. I, I was just curious. Like, I, I just want to know, like, how many words is that script? Yeah. I mean, I think that for a lot of these, you know, he films these, because he does everything on camera. He re- reads the entire script, I think, almost... Unless he has to make some changes in post, yeah, uh, I think he does everything on camera. And it, like those those first ones, like he knew somebody and was filming everything on red cameras. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, I think he has a friend that has a studio, right? Because he was going to like South Bend, Indiana, or something. Yeah, which isn't that far from here. Yeah. Like I've, uh, I mean, it'd be cool. Like if, I mean, there, it'd be cool to if he was, what was there, and then I could like it's like two hours away from me. Yeah. I mean, there's no way he had, he did. I'm sure he knows who you are. You know, I mean. Oh yeah, we've he's been on our live stream before. Oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. I was on a live stream with him and uh, John Linneman too. Oh, on, I see. Because you were making Bond. it. I mean, you were like saying, "Oh, it'd be my dream to get him on the podcast." I well, I think it'd be fun him. to just just have him on here and talk with him. I mean, yeah. I like I don't think we'd. Be yeah, but able no, to no. I'm saying like. Half. No, no. I'm saying like you. The way you the way you said it made it seem like you know you're trying to get like I want to get like Harrison Ford on the podcast. Like no, like, no, no. no. I've, I've talked like, to him. I've yeah. I've talked to him quite a bit. Like I know that he, you know, he's he's been on our live stream with us. Although he was he was very sick at the time. He was he had oh, uh, no. he was having um uh, pericarditis or something like that. Pericarditis is like a heart thing. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one so that, I, that we did with John was 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 more fun though. Yeah, we played wild. We played. He played Wild Arms Five. Oh, all right. I should I should find it and I'll link it to you. Yeah, that'd be cool. I watched. Well, I'd watch either one of them. Um. So I don't. I mean, the only thing I really want to say specifically about the video to anybody out there is like, you know, again, I just said this, but like, you've probably never heard of the game. You can't play the game. It doesn't really matter. Like, you should still. I and mean, yes, it's six hours. It's broken into chapters. That are like an hour long. Yeah. Like I just. And he encourages I, you to take breaks. Yes. And I just, I cannot, of, of everything I've ever recommended anybody watch, like I cannot recommend that video highly enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you, you feel like kind of changed after. Maybe a little bit, you know. Yeah. I get it. Um, 
But that gets us in, so that transitions us into the next topic, which is okay. still re- related to that video. But um, towards the end of that video, you know, he starts talking a little bit more broadly about the PlayStation. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is not an exact quote, but he makes the statement that the original Sony PlayStation is better than any console Nintendo has ever made. And he kind of, I mean, he doesn't just say that and move on. I mean, he kind of backs it up talking about all the stuff that came out on the PlayStation. And like, I know that like, you know, if you're like, oh, I was born, you know, raised, I'm a Nintendo kid and blah, blah, blah. And like, you know, so you're kind of a fanboy and you get your feelings hurt. Like I can get that. But I think if I mean, you really I, I sit down and think about it, I think it's just true. I feel like the Sony PlayStation is like if you took everything that was great about the Genesis and mm-hmm. everything that was great about the Super Nintendo and you put them together, that's the original PlayStation. Yes. Yeah. I, I you know, I, I think about that a lot where I think about when the PlayStation was new, I remember thinking like, oh, I'll never feel the same way about this system as I do about the, uh, you know, the Super Nintendo or the Genesis. And, yeah. you know, just as, as I get older and older, I, I just feel like like the PS1, I think, is just is maybe like probably the best console of all time. Yeah. And as, as much as I love the Genesis and love the Super Nintendo. I just I, I think that the PS1 is probably the best system of all time, like. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, and I feel like just, that's a controversial just, thing to say, but it really shouldn't be. No, it's not, and you know, and it's it's, it's okay to feel that way, and it's okay to feel yeah. that that's not correct. But I mean, if you look at everything, especially when you look at like everything that was released in Japan and like never even came here, yeah, the like the the amount of stuff there was just like a significantly larger amount of significantly larger pool of software in general for the PS1 than like anything yeah. else like leading up to it I think mm-hmm. I mean I wonder if that I wonder what system has the biggest library of all time yeah it would be interesting to see if it has a bigger library if the uh, PS2 I was going to guess PS2 yeah yeah I don't know that for I a mean, fact though it's got to be close though it's got to be one of those two systems yeah and the thing is, is on the PS1, I don't think, I mean, there was, there was shovelware, but it was never like an egregious amount of shovelware, I think. Yeah. Where, I mean, any system's going to Like you look at the shovelware. Wii, which is just like, like a lot of crap. Yeah. Like the only system probably that never had any shovelware was the Super Graphics. <laughs> I don't know. I mean... I, people would probably consider uh, what is it, Battle Ace to be shovelware, but it's not. It's like I mean, Battle Ace is justified alone by its title screen music. Yeah. Um, and it's also got smoke trails. You shoot missiles. Oh, well, that's that's good. That's, that's big to me. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know. It was just it was nice to hear somebody say it. I guess you know because yeah. I mean, it's you know, it's always fun. Like, oh, Nintendo sixty four sucks. Blah blah blah. And no, it doesn't. But I mean, it's just like. There's a reason that that console generation wasn't even really a, there was, it was like no competition, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just, you know, I think 
I, I always think in my head that the 16-bit generation, like that was the greatest time to be a video gamer, but I don't, I don't know if I actually, if I think about that more, I don't know if that's actually true. Not that it's not awesome. What about like was a great time. 90 to, ni- to 2000? Oh, yeah, for sure the 90, if you're going to pick a decade, yes, the 90s by far, that was mm-hmm. the greatest time to be a gamer. Yeah. Yeah, even though, I mean, maybe there was like better things that came out after that, but it doesn't doesn't matter. Just like that, the, yeah. But it's just like, the, like you know, like how much things changed and improved over time. Also, yeah. And the but variety I think of it, stuff. I just think like creativity coming out of actual like major game studios was at its peak. Yeah, you know, because it was still cheap enough. You know, cheap in air quotes, mm-hmm. cheap enough to make a game that studios could take that kind of risk. Yes, that, you know they can't anymore, and you know so thank goodness now we have, you know, independent game studios and whatnot, you know, and we have, uh, you know, digital distribution of games that you know makes it uh, cost feasible for mm-hmm. uh, for small studios to bring out these games because it's the you're seeing the kind of creativity that that major studios just can't even afford to to take risks on right. anymore, but. But, you know, then that kind of got me onto another thing, you know, which is, and I, this came, I was thinking about this a couple of days ago, you know, like how I was uh, uh, complaining about Target, you know, for various reasons. But, you know, one of the big things is like, you know, I go into Target and the video game aisle is just empty. Yeah. Right. And they, you know, they changed everything over to having like this weird contraption that the video games are inside. They got to open it up and they pull. Yeah. It's so like you can't pick up a game and look at the box art, you know, because it's well, inside can. this. Oh, so not, yours not doesn't have mine. like like one in a clamshell that's like on it like a like a no they don't even have like that wire. Mine. Oh, no, interesting. They used to. Now it's all locked up. Like you can see the front of the box, mm-hmm. but if you like, I want to buy that, somebody has to come unlock it for you. I see. But but most of those are empty because they just oh, don't yeah, have yeah. you know any games. And because I was thinking about you know I I get all like upsetty about you know how physical media is going away and and everything's digital now. But, you know, I was thinking about that, and it's like, that doesn't really make sense. Because, like, I play almost exclusively, I play my games sort of, you know, digitally or what. I mean, Mm -hmm. games are already digital. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I I don't use physical media, even though I have it, all that often anymore. Because it's just easier. You know, I'm getting the same experience, and it's easy. So why do I care, you know, if I'm buying a game on my Switch or whatever, if I'm just buying a digital copy, like, who, who cares? But I think for me, a big part of it is it's not, I don't miss having the physical game. I miss going to the store to see like what game, like what games are out or what do you, what do you got? Mm -hmm. Because like the, the, you know, the eShop and, and the PlayStation store really kind of suck as far as like. Oh yeah. Well, so does the Xbox store. Like it's all just. Like there's so much shovelware. Yeah, that like obviously you can go and say, okay, what are the top selling games? And you can look at those. Great. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I, you know, I know what the top selling games are. I don't need to see a list of that. But like, what are like some cool indie games that have come out? Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, if you had gone to like uh, electronics boutique in the in the early 90s and, and, you know, seen a a Genesis game that like Sage's Creation or somebody had published. (laughs) And like, you know, maybe you wouldn't have known about that. Like, oh, that's neat. What's that all about? But, you know, Mm -hmm. these days, like all these great independent games that I was talking about are they get lost in a sea of of shovelware 
so that like you have to be able to go to some other website to get like recommendations of like, okay, well, what, what are some games I should go into the eShop and, and pick up? Cause there's not really a way to just like, well, no, I just want to turn on my switch mm-hmm. and just browse the eShop. And at least that I've seen, there's it's not really like, a way to like hentai games. Yeah. Have it's not really a good go- way to discover games. It's like you go there knowing what you want so that you can yeah. type it into the search bar and buy it. Like great. Yeah. But well, I think at one point they like the eShop was probably okay. But now there's just so much stuff on there that it, it can't be controlled. Even if they tried to control it, I don't think that they could wrangle it back in at this point. Yeah, I mean, I'm like, not the, trying the only to blame, way to do it is to like start over fresh. I'm not trying to blame them or I'm not trying to blame oh, anybody, yeah. really. I'm just saying it's just sort of the nature of the situation. And I think that yeah. when I think about, you know, the lack of physical media, that that's more of what bums me out is just like, yes. I would have just bought the game physically if I saw it, but it's just yeah. part of it is just going and like, oh, let's see what, what do they got out on the shelves this week, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's just nice to see all those boxes. I mean, that's why everyone thinks about, even though you couldn't look at the box itself, like going to Toys R Us, you'd have those cards you could look at. Yeah. And it's just it's just something about seeing all of those boxes right there. And like what, and I guess having, the ability to say, oh, what's this game? I'm going to, like, look up this video of it right now, you know? And that takes away a lot of the, uh, I mean, a lot of the excitement and surprise when you get something that's good, you know? Yeah. And that's, that was, like, the cool part about going and renting something. Yeah. Um, I see, You know, they have these subscription services where you can rent some, like, rent, uh, or, or you can buy, you know, or you pay for a year and you get, like, this whole bunch of downloads. You know, you can download... Uh, like like Game Pass or something like that. You can download all these games. Yeah. I mean, I'm surprised that they never had. I mean, did they ever have like a rental where you could like buy a game for a weekend or something like that? You pay like five bucks and you could download a game for a weekend and it would expire and lock you out. I mean, I don't recall did, did ever have, seeing that, but I don't. I mean, I don't mess around with modern games that much. Yeah, I don't. Does anybody do? I mean, you know, what would be a it good feels idea. Like it happened, but I don't. I don't think it did. Yeah. Does anybody do anything like this? Because this would be a good idea. So I imagine it already exists. Okay. Like, is there any kind of service that you can pay for? Like, like what if you said, I'm going to pay like 20 bucks a month. I'm making that number up. 20 bucks a month, whatever the price is. Mm-hmm. And you're just going to get sent download codes. Like every month, it's like, okay, you pay 20 bucks a month or whatever it is. And it's like, okay, this month, these are the three, you know, digital indie games, whatever mm-hmm. for this month. And you would just get in your email. Here's, it's like a curated, like as right. a way of discovering, you know, because I know they do that. Like, you know, you can pay, you know, for like the, uh, I don't know what it's called, but you can pay some amount of money every month and somebody sends you like a physical box full right. of like well, retro have... games like is there something like that for like modern you know digital only like indie yeah. games like well not that for indie be... games but i think just in general they have the uh like both xbox gold xbox live gold yeah and uh and and playstation yeah, but plus that... give you three games every month no i get that download. but that's not but they're giving you like a lot of those are like triple a titles and that's being done by sony or by microsoft i'm talking about yeah. like a third party where it was like, here's just some a group of guys or or whoever who's like, you know, passionate about you know games and and mm-hmm. and maybe more so about the 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 more unique indie titles coming out, 
where, you know, they would set up this business where they go buy a bunch of download codes Mm -hmm. and then they send them out. And I'm saying everybody every month would get the same games. It's like, these are the three games for this month. Right. And so you would just get an email or whatever and like, oh, you know, here's your, you know, indie box yeah. uh, games. Your, your and that way, indie box. I yeah. Mean, they and then that way, like that. every everybody was, that was subscribed to the service was playing the same three. I'm saying three games but whatever every month. And that way you could talk about them, you know, like in Discord yeah. or on Reddit or wherever. Like, oh, yeah, I really like this one game or that one. Not so much like. Uh, I, I think that that would be really cool. But I, I think the challenge is that there's just like so many games now that I can't imagine people being like, I'm going to pay $20 to get these three games when I know that they're going to go on sale for like less than five bucks in two months or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm making up, I'm making up the number, but I'm saying to me, the whole point of that service is like for someone like me, who's just like, I don't know, there's too much stuff out there. I need help mm -hmm. picking. Like if somebody, if somebody was sort of curate, like, okay, you know, there's that vinyl me, please, you know about vinyl me, please. No, it okay, it's dirty, it's, though. Yeah, it's awful. But uh, that would be latex me, please, would be dirty. <laughs> um, I just want you to dip me in latex. No, it's like you sign up for the service where you get sent records every month. But okay, they're all yeah. new. Pre- it's like this company is pressing the records and then okay. sending them out to you. You mm-hmm. know, and so you could say the same argument you just made about, you know, why my idea maybe wouldn't necessarily work. I think you could say that about vinyl me, please. But this way it's cheaper because like, you're not having to set up a company. Like there's not really that much of a, a a cost of entry. If somebody wanted to set up something like this, because you just know, okay, I have a hundred subscribers. I have to buy a hundred download codes of each game. Yeah. And then send them out. So there's not upfront cost. It Maybe it's a stupid idea. I'm not saying like, oh no, I'm a genius, but I'm saying like, Someone like me, like I would sign up for that. Yeah. Because I, I just the, need uh, like somebody to kind of help. Yeah. Help me out. Like, you know, yeah. give me a, a sort of a curated little like, handful like, of games every month. Like of interesting games. And I, some stuff, right? Like you don't feel like you need to go and like research it beforehand. It's right. kind of like you get what you get and then you yeah. don't throw I a mean, fit. I was just, I was thinking about that more just because like, uh, not to keep bringing him up, but I was watching one of Tim Rogers' old Kotaku videos. Mm-hmm. Where um, he had purchased, uh, and I have one of these too. Probably you have one too. Like Hori made that um, D pad for the Switch, where like you take the left Joy-Con off and you put oh. this on, and it's a proper yeah, D pad. Okay. Well, you should get one. They're cool. Um, but you can only—it's only for playing the Switch in handheld mode because the this thing doesn't have a battery in it, right? So mm-hmm. you can't. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so he made this list of like, here's 25 games that would benefit from this device. Like 25 games mm-hmm. that he thinks are cool that do not use the analog sticks at all. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so I watched, and it was all almost, it was almost all independent. It was like Sonic Mania is not independent. And then it was the Neo Geo collection. That's not, but everything, most of it was like these indie, mm-hmm. just digital download games. And I had never heard of most of them. And and admittedly, you know, I'm about as out of touch as it gets when it comes to modern games. But I'm not saying that like I'm proud of it. Like I don't, I don't want to be out of touch. But it I don't have, like. t- but I don't have time to spend on a website like Kotaku or wherever else just reading yeah. about like everything that's going on. And so like if somebody were like, okay, here's you know three games every month or whatever, mm-hmm. so that I can like 
kind of keep up to date with some of the goings on, you know, with modern indie gaming. I think that would just be really cool. Yeah. Well, if you're looking for stuff like that, about a year and a half ago, we did a video on, on our channel that was, uh, it was like, like, uh, like a ton of games that you could play with the, uh, with the, um, switch online controllers. Like, so you could play like a Genesis six button, super Nintendo controller. Yeah. Uh, and, it's it's kind of cool. Like it goes through like a ton of different games. Like you know, games that would feel like like it's cool. Like saying, hey, I want to play Sonic Mania with you know the like a Genesis controller. Yeah. You know, it it goes through a lot of that stuff. Like you should check that out if you've never seen it. It's all right. It's like I'll it's it. like two hours long, but yeah, I think it covers uh like like 120 games or something like that. But see, that's part, I'm gonna watch the video. That sounds like an awesome video. But saying that's part of the issue is that I don't. You know, it's like this this Tim Rogers video I watched. It's like twenty five games, and it's like I, I wish that I had known about those games when they came out. Because now yeah. it's just like, hey, here's a buttload of games that are all good. <laughs> yeah. Right. But it's like if I was just keeping up with the times, then you know the week that that game came out, I would have played it that week, and then the next right. week I'd have been playing something else. You know. And I think the big thing is is like you want to be able to play it when other people are playing it for the first time too. It'd be nice. Yeah. To like and have a place to talk about it, right? Like talk about it here or talk about it on the YouTube show or you know, yeah. like oh hey, this game came out last week. You know, I mean, uh, we could we could do something like that on the on on this podcast where we maybe pick we a, a game that we neither of us like really know anything about, and we both like we both either play it that week or we play through it short, like like little by little by little, and we kind of just yeah. talk about it as we advance through the game. I would be a hundred percent down with that. It's almost like almost like a game a, club, but with like two people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I think that'd be fun. But we would have to say beforehand what the game was going to be, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, and then people so that could do it. The listeners same could also play it beforehand, and then I'd be definitely yeah. down for that. That'd be fun. Yeah, we can just discuss, you know, our thoughts and feelings of it, like as we advance through it. You know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's something that they would need to be like story focused or not story focused, so that we don't we don't want to like ruin anything for anybody either. I mean, I just wouldn't even worry about details to that. It's just like if some cool game came out mm-hmm. that we both wanted to play. Okay. Yeah. I think we could do that. I think All that'd right. be fun. Let's work on that. Uh, so next thing, I got my, uh, this is predictable, but, you know, last week I talked about I got my Vita out, you know, charged up, yeah, played yeah. some Vita. Uh, still playing the Vita, playing some, uh, you know, hot shots still. Um, but, you know, on the back of that, I, I went ahead and got my PSP out and uh, yes uh, and and plug that in same situation battery was completely toast you know like oh you gotta dead. make sure like those the PSP you gotta make sure that the uh, the batteries are not bulging a lot of the batteries are bulging on the all right PSP I'll go batteries. I didn't feel anything but I didn't specifically check so I'll go check it out but so I charged up the PSP I had to put in the date and time and everything but mm-hmm. first time I played PSP in quite some time. It's good. And uh, yeah, you know, it's just like, because I said something last week, you know, about how like, well, you know, the Vita hardware is like clearly superior. And like, yes, the Vita hardware, you got, you know, twice as much resolution in the screen and Mm -hmm. more powerful, right? Yeah. But especially because my PSP, like I got a PSP at launch, Mm -hmm. but I don't have that one anymore. Okay. That's gone. So you have like a 2000 or 3000, like more more classic-y kind. I I have a 3000. Okay. Which I mean, yeah, like the the way the drive opens, that's a little bit hokey or whatever. But I mean, just in general, 
just how light it is. Yeah. The screen is light. I don't. That's not an OLED screen, right? That's too old no, to be an OLED screen. Yeah. But I mean, the screen in that thing is gorgeous. Yeah. But the D pad and the buttons also both, uh, to me, feel considerably better than uh, than the Vita. It feels more like yeah. an actual game controller instead right. of just being a little clicky, which is fine. I don't I don't have a problem yeah, with the Vita. The, the, controls. the Vita, like the buttons are like clicky, like mm-hmm. they're like micro switch or whatever. Right. Right. It, it like. Style. Yeah, it's, a, it's rubber guess, dome, uh, right? In the the PSP's rubber dome. Yeah, uh, like a like a control. But anyway, so I got that. I was playing it, and I was just like, man, like, what were you playing? Hot shots, golf, open tee. No, so it's fun. It's funny because I don't. I, I went through and like thinned out my PSP games, and I actually mm-hmm. got rid of that game. I couldn't believe it. Oh. So I went on eBay and bought a new copy. So not a new new copy. <laughs> you, although you it's funny because you, you can, can buy a cheap. brand new sealed copy of that game on eBay for like ten bucks. But yes, uh, I got a used one. Um, no, I was playing. So w- when I got my PSP at launch, I got it with that game uh, Luminous. Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Luminous. Yeah, Luminous. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I always for a long time I called it Lumines. Yeah. I realized like, oh, is that's Luminous? I think. I guess I don't really know. But anyway, that's the game I spent the most time playing. Uh, mm-hmm. when I, that's that's still such a good game. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, you should play the but, easy uh, games on there. Well, so the only one I have, I have E7. Well, that's a good one. Because I haven't played it yet. So what happened was like, I think this was right before I got my Vita. Um, You know, you could pick up brand new PSP games on Amazon for like nothing. Right. And because uh, I bought like some RPGs that, you know, that's when I got, I got E7. I got that Jean d'Arc game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got like Ogre. T- was it Ogre Tactics? Tactics let Ogre. Us let, us, let us cling together. Let us cling together. Um, uh, I got Legend of Heroes two because I'd only ever played and beaten Legend of Heroes one, mm-hmm. and uh, I think I bought Persona three, but then I think I must have gotten rid of it because I don't have it anymore. But you um, you sold it to me, I bought it from you. Oh really? Well, yeah. good. There you go. Um, yeah. Anyway, so I so I have a, a Breath of a Breath of Fire three. I have yeah. that one. Oh, so you um, you imported that one? Yeah, that was I, only available on import. I think I might have gotten that one off of like PlayAsia or something. Um. But anyway, like I never played Crisis Core. I don't know why. Like looking back at it now, I don't know what I was doing not playing that game. But so I went on, I went on eBay and I got. It's it's crazy how cheap most PSP games are. I mean, some of these. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Some of these RPGs are not cheap. You know, some mm-hmm. of these games are not cheap. But most PSP games, I was shocked at. I mean, I'm not. I'm not shocked that Hot Shots Golf was five bucks. That makes sense. But like, uh, you can get copies of Crisis Core. Which is considered one of the best games in the system. Yeah, you can get that game all day on eBay for twenty bucks, like a nice copy. Right, not but sealed. There, I'm saying you know a nice copy. Though, no, I don't know. Is there just well, because a... it got a remaster that came out like two months ago or three months ago. Oh yeah, late, yeah. I late saw last that, year but... on the, on new systems, and you can get that for forty bucks, and it's much more playable. Well, I just I thought it'd be cool to have the original uh, mm-hmm. PSP game, but I don't know. I'm not going anywhere else with that. I just like you know. The PSP is pretty man. cool. Like, it's such a... I mean, I thought the same thing back then, but... And I was thinking more about... You know, I was thinking about, you know, the greatness of the PlayStation and how it was because of the creativity. There was still a lot of that going on with the PSP, mm-hmm. which, you know, by the time the PSP came out, I mean, the PS2 had already been out for a number of years, but... Um, right. That's what's cool about the PSP is it's, it's this hardware that feels like it's right in between the PS2 and the PS1. 
But it also just to me, it, it really feels like a portable PlayStation yes. as far as like the game selection goes. Yeah. In a way yeah. that, like I said last time, the Vita, not saying, you know, the Vita has a nice library. It's just not for me. Like, I don't mm-hmm. feel like the Vita is, you know, a portable version of anything I wanted to play as yeah. much. Whereas like if you were a PlayStation and PlayStation 2 fan, the, the PSP was just going to be right up your alley. Yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. I just got a text message from from my wife. Like, you know, uh-huh. have you been following these uh, those Canadian wildfires? Yeah, well, only because you know, there's somebody in my Discord who lives up in Ontario, and he had mentioned it. Yeah. I but mean, then, I when I was out yesterday, I was like, holy cow, like, it's, like, kind of hazy. I can't see very, like, very far. Like, to I can't see Cincinnati from, like... Oh, wow. Normally. And I'm like... Yeah. I didn't, I didn't even connect that it was... Uh, like they would be hitting like like the haziness would be here. Yeah, it's crazy how far the smoke travels. Yeah, but well, I mean, she just sent me this picture of like here. a friend of hers like shared. Um, I think it's New York, and it's like you can't see like anything. It looks like wow, like it's it's crazy. I mean, I don't know if I can do it or anything. I don't know if it's gonna work or not. No, it works. Yeah, yeah, it's just brown. Yeah, insane. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I mean, we've been having our problems with wildfires here, you know, oh, yeah. previous years. But I don't remember ever not being able to see, you know, like that's that person shouldn't even be standing there. That's extraordinarily bad for your health. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Hey, so earlier, you know, you you had gotten like an alert mm-hmm. uh, that somebody was at your front door. Yes. And that that kind of reminded me of something else I want to bring up. Okay. Like, I'm curious your opinion on this. Um. Mm-hmm. Do you, if somebody rings your doorbell, like what's your, do you have a policy on that? Like, are you just, do, I mean, you, maybe you, maybe you have like a, a camera, but I'm saying like somebody rings your doorbell, whether you have to look through a window or if you have like one of those ring things or something. Yeah. It's not somebody, you know, it's not somebody wearing like a, you know, FedEx, UPS, DHL, uh, mm-hmm. post office uniform. Are, are you opening yeah. the door? Uh, yeah, I mean, I I will basically run upstairs and kind of look. I, I mean, th- I think that uh, I maybe had more of a luxury of like not opening the door before I had a dog. <laughs> my my dog just gets so crazy. Like if somebody's there, she's just like running around and barking. And I mean, I can pretend like there's nobody there. There's been times where I pretended I'm not not here. Like if I'm in the middle of something. But oh, I mean, I don't I care. If the- open the door and just. I don't care if the person knows I'm home. I just, I just, I mean, we just, my wife and I just kind of have a pol. It's not literally a policy, but like we just don't open the door. Like if it's mm-hmm. not, because we have a window right in front of our front door. Like I can see. Yeah. And like I said, if it's not somebody I know or like a delivery person or, you know, AT&T, pg Yeah. I just don't. Cause I mean, we, cause we have like a no soliciting sign that works mm-hmm. a lot of the time, but not all the time. Yeah. And, uh, so I just, and I don't know if that makes me like weird, like am I getting old and weird? And I don't open the door, but it's the same thing about how like nobody answers their phone anymore unless it literally like, oh, it's yeah. Corey calling me. Of course I'm answering the phone if you call, but I'm saying if it's like a number I don't recognize, like that's going to voicemail. And so yeah. for the same reason, I don't answer the door. And so what happened, the reason I'm bringing this up is, you know, the other day was my birthday mm-hmm. and, um, somebody comes and knocks on my door and I look outside and it's like, I have no idea who that person is. Uh, they're holding a bag in their hand, but I'm like, I didn't 
order anything. And like the guy, like after nobody was answering the door, he took his phone out and he's looking at it. And I'm like, this seems like somebody who's just lost. Like yeah. somebody ordered DoorDash and, and, and he's lost. And so like, I'd never, I just never answered the door and the guy kind of wasn't leaving. And so I'm like, all right, well maybe he's lost. Uh, so I went around, like, I don't normally open my front door just as I'm paranoid about my cat running out. So mm-hmm. I, I went out my back door and then walked around the house because I was just going to go talk to him like, hey, man, you know, do you need help finding something? And by that time, he was already kind of getting into his car and whatever bag he had, he was still carrying it. And I was like, well, maybe he figured it out. I'm not going to worry about it. And uh, and then the next morning, so the day after my birthday, uh, a friend of mine who used to live here, like in my neighborhood, who now lives on the other side of the country, texts me and he's like, oh, hey, happy birthday. And I was kind of like, that's weird because my birthday was, I didn't say this to him. I'm like, you know, my birthday was yesterday. Like, I don't know. It seemed yeah. odd to me that he was texting me the next day. Not that I was mm-hmm. bothered by it, but I'm like, that's weird. And then I realized why is because he, he's like, oh, did you get anything delivered to your house yesterday? And I was like, oh, oh no. And I'm like, <laughs> and I, I kind of told him what happened. And, and I said, and he said, well, whatever he said, it should still be on your front porch. And I said, no, the guy took it with him. But I said, I'll go double check. And because uh, it's funny, because at one point I saw the guy like it, it seemed like he had taken the bag and hung it on my doorknob, but then took it and left. <laughs> and uh, so after what he told me, because I thought like, so the guy stole it then. Like, did he put it on my doorknob and take a picture and then take it and leave? Like, so <laughs> I felt bad. I told the guy, I told my friend what happened. And then when he finally answered me. Uh, it kind of made more sense. So he had he had ordered me a beer via DoorDash. Oh, and I was like, I felt really bad. I'm like, oh man, I, but it's just like I had no like he should have told me. Like I had no idea, you know, because yeah. you know, part of it is I get paranoid just because of my YouTube show or some. I don't want some rando like looking up my home address and like sending me something, you know. And I could totally mm-hmm. see that happening, you know, like yeah, just something happening that would kind of creep me out. Mm-hmm. And, but then I was thinking like, if it was a beer, you know, maybe he can't, the, the delivery driver, I'm saying like, can you just leave a beer on somebody's front porch? That seems illegal. So like, I'm not, did he steal it or did he have to take it? Yeah. You know, cause otherwise you'd have underage people. Did he like, take it home and drink it? Well, I mean, did if he, he can't it, leave it with me, he might as well, the next like, delivery? I wouldn't be mad if he did. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he but put it, it on the me... handle and they ended up taking it, like, obviously, like, he didn't know what he was supposed to do either. He was, he was right. confused. He was thinking about it. Like, how many times has that happened to him where somebody ordered alcohol and then didn't answer their door? That may have yeah. been his first time. But I'm yeah. saying, like, I could totally see where, like, you're not allowed to just leave alcohol unattended on somebody's front right. door. Because otherwise, like, you'd, ha- you'd have high school kids ordering beer and then just not answering the door. Yes. But then it just made me feel like, am I weird? Because I don't know. And that's answer. probably why. That's probably yeah. it. That's yeah. probably the reason. Yeah. Well, uh, did you did you, so he ended up just like losing that money. Yeah, I felt bad. <laughs> I mean, it was only a few bucks, I guess, but I still felt bad. It was a nice it was yeah. a very nice gesture. Yeah. You know, but like I said, I didn't I didn't know what was going on. I was like, nah. I just didn't want to answer the door. Yeah. Um so this is the last thing I got. This is a quick one. This is okay. more of a PSA. It's not even really for you. <laughs> Although it'll apply to you, it's for everybody out there. A PSA, public yeah. service announcement. So yesterday, 
uh, my wife and I were both home. And all of a sudden, randomly, the Wi-Fi in my house stops working. You know, like okay. a, like on your iPad or something, the little Wi-Fi, uh, yeah. Wi-Fi, if you're from Europe, uh, symbol goes out of the, the spot up there at the top, you know. And then like my wife, like I have the computer that I'm talking to you on right now. It's like hardwired into the router, but right. this is the only computer in the house that's hardwired in. Uh, but so the Wi-Fi just completely quits working throughout the house. My wife's trying to work from home. So she needs the internet access. She's yeah. like, oh, is your Wi-Fi out? And I was like, yeah. And, you know, I, I tried resetting the router. That didn't do anything. And um, since since this computer is plugged in hardwired to the router, I was able to, like, you know, connect to the router's uh, front end or whatever. Yeah, and see what's going on. To kind of see what was going on. And um, I don't want to turn this into a long story, but, you know, we, we upgraded our home internet to fiber. Mm-hmm. A couple of years ago. And so we got a new route. You have to get a new router, right? You have to have a yeah. router that can take fiber. And when the AT&T guy installed it, instead of just using the SSID and the password that's default for the new router, he had asked me, do you want me to, rec- you know, take your SSID and password out of your old router and transfer it over mm-hmm. so that that way, you know, all your stuff will keep working yeah. without you. Ha- and I was like, yeah, that's awesome. Thank you. You know? Mm-hmm. And so he did that. And so apparently what happened yesterday from what I researched, I was able to do online is uh, cause I, I logged into the router, like I said, from this computer and I noticed the SSID was different. Like it had changed. Oh, did it like update a firmware or something like yeah, that? Yeah. That's what I read is like, Oh, AT&T must've pushed out a firmware update. Yeah. And it resets your router to the factory setting. So it went back Oof. to its original SSID. So, uh, I was able to figure that out quickly, but so anybody out there, if all of a sudden your Wi-Fi quits working and your SSID changes, that's why. So all I had to do was log in there and just change it back. But okay. it's just strange because there was no warning. Like, wouldn't you think AT&T would send out an email? Hey, just so you know, we're going to update the firmwares. Yeah. I mean, I use your... I use my own router just so I have more control over it, I guess. So you can do that? Like you have a router that has a fiber input on it? So there, there's a, like there's a, a hub that the fiber goes into, and then out of that comes a Ethernet cable, and I run that into a router. But who? Where did you get the hub? Is that from your provider? Yes, it's just like a. It's like a uh, the the fiber line goes into it, and it's not even like an Ethernet. So you're cable. just it's basically like, saying if I had the thing that I have now, if I used that, but then had a separate Wi-Fi router that I hardwired into the thing I have now, and then that way I would be in full control of my home wi-fi is that what you're well so the from the outside the fiber comes in and it goes into the house and it goes into this box yeah which is like you know like above my like right above me basically it's yeah. hardwired into that and yeah. but it has an output from that box yeah that is a ethernet so yeah, i can run a, that into a router that's what i just said and then i control yeah. all that yes yes i'm saying i that's what i had because mine my box is a wi-fi router that you don't have to use but it also has like four Ethernet outputs on the back, so I could. I'm saying I could do exactly what you just said. Yes, I've just and never you, felt. You probably they need. probably charge you every month for the rental of having that too. They might. I don't know. And if you do, if you just use your own, then you save yourself a couple bucks. Yeah. And you know, there's. I mean, people will go out and buy their own modems too, but yeah. you can't do that with fiber. Yeah. 
All right, that's it. That was the last thing. <laughs> that was the last thing. Well, it's like I could keep going, but it's like we're at almost two hours. So it's yeah. time to stop, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't have to. If you had something else you want to talk about, please feel I, free. No, I, like, I'll, I'll, I have like a good like discussion for next All right. Time. All right. Um, all right. Well, then that's it. That's, yeah. That, that was episode 32 of Here's My Question. Oh, is this for 32? For some Isn't reason, it? I thought it was 30. It, it is. I, yes, it's 32. Yeah, because 31 was the Baskin Robbins episode last week. That's right. Yeah. I don't know what 32. 32. Be. Uh, I mean, are we going to do this forever? We're going to try and find out, like, what is, like, the. Well, it's, I just think it's funnier when I can say, like, oh, it's, you know, episode, you know, whatever. And then, you know, oh, it's the blah, 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 bleh episode. That's, I like yeah. that. You know, like Greg was on the Great Depression episode. I don't know if you heard that. Yeah, yeah. It was 29, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, And then some of it's like esoteric. Like next week will be episode 33. And like I can think of like, you know, athletes Mm. with that number. You know, like the Chris Draper episode. And everybody's going to be like, who the heck is Chris Draper? There's the Smashing Pumpkins song 33 also. There you go. Well, I'm not. (laughs) I'm on a temporary. I'm not listening to the Smashing Pumpkins anymore. But that's. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah. I, I, I don't blame you. Yeah. But, all right. Well, we'll see it every, I guess everyone will hear us next time. Yeah. Have a good week, everybody. That's what you <laughs> always say. Have a good week, yeah. everybody. Yeah. I hope that this week treats you, treats you right. Yeah. Don't get in, into any trouble. Please don't.